be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to the children of our country, regardless of your gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. Whoa, what a week. Let's get into this most epic quickie. Oh my gosh. Election day was almost a week ago. That's nuts. It feels like it feels like it was easily a year and a half ago. A thousand percent. It was stressful. It was crazy. I don't think I've been operation operating under this like much anxiety in a really long time. Well, I was in a, a weird position because I I was working at the polls and I um, mm-hmm. you know, you're not supposed to use your phone. I felt like I was just like like in a basement. You know, I was so closed off from any kind of information. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I called you as soon as I left and you were like, it doesn't look good, girl. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing is it's really funny because you were locked in a basement of democracy with no connection to the outside world. And I was consuming information um, in, a, in an abusive way to my psyche. Like <laughs> I did, I had... CNN on MSNBC. I was getting alerts on my phone, and and it and you know it did what we thought it was going to do. Which what you know, I'll tell you what. What fucking Bernie told us was going to happen. Yeah, there was going to be the red mirage, and everybody was just like, yeah, 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 red mirage. Put it in your mental Rolodex. I heard it. I went red mirage. Don't forget. And then you could not tell me on Tuesday and Wednesday that that's what it was. I was like, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. And I could not remember that thing. And to be quite honest, if you go back and you look at all of the different predictions of how the night was gonna go, everybody who is fucking intelligent called it. Right. did. But we all had like post-traumatic stress. And we (laughs) we were all, it just, we were also afraid that what happened four years ago was going to happen again. And that's sure as hell how it looked. Well, it was so funny. I mean, people, that's what everybody was saying, like on the TV and my text messages and my social media, the, just the sheer panic of having to relive the night of 2016 over again was just too much for people. They were just like, come on, come on, come on. And it was just, we get into Wednesday morning and I think we still kind of feel like, okay, we have a couple of, of paths, right? Yeah. There's a couple of paths. But none of, nobody on the path is riding their bike fast enough. Nobody is counting fast no. enough. Um, can we just talk about Nevada for 2.5 seconds? And I how, mean, we can. The sheer, like, I'm sorry, how long have you and I been doing business in Vegas? You can a, long t- a long time. You, a long time. You can get anything you want at any hour of the day. 
it is like the concierge capital of the world and you fucking count votes in a timely manner stop it and i mean what their people went home at what like 7 30 and they're like we're gonna send everybody home so everybody can get a good night yeah it's like those people that work like nine to five jobs or like bankers hours which you and i know nothing about it's like oh well i'm done because it's five o'clock no democracy is on the line motherfucker sit down (laughs) and keep counting (laughs) <laughs> it was just crazy no sense of urgency they're like we i have plans tonight i'm having uh like mimosas with my friends and you better sit down all of this like democracy is important to you guys but like i have dinner plans <laughs> i mean that's ridiculous and they're still only at like 97 percent in <sighs> but just, i mean he, joe biden's up by like i don't know thirty thousand or something yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of paying attention to it now because, like, I just want to know how how wide the gap will be because the wider the gap, yeah. the shit we have to deal with in the right. next few months or a couple of months. Um, when did you have that feeling that, like, things were looking up? I, uh, okay, so Tuesday night, I didn't even get home until, like, 9.30, so I had to catch up with everybody else, so I drank, like, a bottle and a half of wine, and... Yes passed out around three o'clock felt awful Wednesday morning but then I started watching the TV and I was like okay maybe it's not so bad it started to feel like things were leveling out a little bit mm-hmm. um, and and I still even I still haven't had that sigh of relief moment that everyone else has had I'm still just mean? sort of you know well I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit but when when they called the election on Saturday. Oh, yes. You like, yeah. I haven't. And I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen. It probably won't happen until January 20th. I was I just going to say, it won't happen honest. until the inauguration. And yeah. the, here's it's, but you know, it's like, you're funny that way because like, you know how like parents, like some parents aren't attached to their children right away. Yeah. <laughs> Are Were you like that? <laughs> were you like a late attached? I was you're totally late attached. I remember. Baby. Uh, specifically it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was watching tv and they brought him up from the nursery for something I guess I could feed him and then I just laid him on the bed in front of me and he was just staring at me and I was like what do we do now and so I called the nurse and she came and got him and took him back to the nursery <laughs> oh my god see like so again complete opposite personalities yet still best friends I of course I had my son and I was in my feelings forever and still remain in my feelings all the time about I don't know him getting a water out of the refrigerator I'm like, oh he's so big <laughs> oh my god you're so big you can do it all by yourself you're 11 you get your own water bottle uh, and but that's kind of, I mean I was I had all of my feelings but I think we're like Friday night is when I thought to myself, it was late Friday night. I think maybe I talked to you maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, Nevada needs to come again. Nevada needs to come the fuck on because yeah. I was good about Arizona, but Nevada was taking too long and I couldn't count on Pennsylvania or Georgia. Right. Pennsylvania, just out of nowhere, I think it must have been like maybe their last count of the night. Like, so it must have been around like 11, like the last update they gave. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, there's a lot of, and then it just started jumping ahead. Everything yeah. just jumping ahead. And then Georgia was ahead. And that might have been Thursday night, but Friday night was the night that like, I was like, you know what I felt like? I, 
I felt like in um, what's that movie with the women who play baseball? A League of Their Own. Uh huh. At the World Series, and Stillwell Angel is saying you're gonna lose, and Tom Hanks is going, "We're gonna win." <laughs> and it's like, and then he's like, and then he throw, he chucks the like mitt at the little kid's face and he falls over and he's like yes like that's were all my emotions between friday night and saturday morning it just kind of felt it i kind of felt like it's here but i still wanted this is the thing that's so upsetting about all of it is that like i still wanted more space between donald trump and joe biden in georgia in particular and we will talk about that a little bit, but in Pennsylvania. And on Saturday morning, I got the space because Philadelphia and Pittsburgh yeah. play. There's a reason why the unofficial like slogan of Philadelphia is fuck around and find out. So well, that, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. around and find out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that like that is spot on. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that uh, I think that I'm so proud, and I'm not taking anything from anybody else, but I am so proud of um, Black people. One hundred percent, in particular. Which, if you follow me on social media, you you may have seen me uh, draped in an American flag. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was having a good day, um, and I was having a good morning, and I possibly drank too much in front of my child and celebrated democracy and the advancement of people of color. And um, I am so proud of that. And I think that yeah. that is, uh, that's Stacey Abrams. That's not even just like, that's Kamala Harris. Yeah. Joe Biden for putting two black women at the forefront and being like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go, let's do it. <laughs> think that Joe Biden is the answer to all my problems ever in history and life? Will I not criticize my president? No. no. You know, and I think this is where um, I would love to talk about the idolization of politicians. Yeah. Because, you know, you keep seeing these things. Anybody who knows me knows I'm on TikTok a lot, right? And oh, well, are you going to hold Joe Biden accountable when he, when he does something? Yes. Always. I will. And I probably probably will be especially hard on Kamala Harris because yeah. I, as a black woman, expect so much from her. Is yeah. it fair? Yeah. Maybe not. Is it what it is? Yes. Well, you know, I feel like Joe Biden owes a debt to black and brown people. In general, in life. Yeah. Run for and, president, what, three times? Yeah. Yeah. And it took people of color to get him where he needed to go? Yeah. And he acknowledged that during his speech on yeah. Saturday. And oh, not only did he acknowledge it, he was passionate. Yeah. He bumped his hand on the podium. I was like, damn, Joe. He, he said that. He was like, domino, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, Joe, I see you. But that was the energy I was getting. <laughs> That's amazing. But my favorite, I think, is, is how he's always in a hurry. Like Joe Biden for being 78 years old. He is Ellis Fry. And when he came mm -hmm. running out from backstage mm -hmm. just with a mm -hmm. little jog. He was ready. He was so ready. So he ready. was so ready. Um, it was so funny. I um I kind of was just like for somebody who is 
bless him, he's like your Uncle Joe. Like, he's very long-winded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so for him, it's like, he is always in a hurry, but he also just goes on and on when he speaks. But, like, I can't help but listen to it. I'm just really... I'm just really, really, really excited. I'm really, really excited. Do you want to know a fun fact, though, that I learned? Mm-hmm. Do you know why they played that Coldplay song? Why? At the speech? Because it was Bo's favorite song. Oh, Bo. Fucking breaker. When I found that out, I was like... <gasps> oh, I just got chills. I cried again. Yeah, no I cried crying, again. I got like, chills. Yeah, yeah, I know. Bless your heart. Mm. Um, what's mm-hmm. next? What are we going to do about this dude who won't even consider <laughs> what? I mean, he won't even consider it. Like he's not even, that's not even a thing that he is thinking about doing because there was no other option, right? He was just going to win. That, can you imagine? I mean, I just for 2.5 seconds, let's just like, I want to get into that because it's crazy. But I also just like human perspective, like no presidential po- political shit. Can you imagine having that much fucking self-confidence? If I had <laughs> that much self-confidence, I would be a fucking millionaire. Okay. Like just in general in life to just believe, well, I'm going to win. So there's no way I'm going to have to do this and walk out of this White House. And, you know, does he realize or does he know for sure? I mean, fucking his children are on social media saying awful things, talking about just gross, awful things. I think they all know they're, they're going to jail. Well, there's plenty of time for that to be fixed, right? So uh, there's going to be pardons left and right over the next 73 days. And it will only be a matter of time before they invoke the 25th, right? So we've got President Yeah, Pence. we were talking about that today. Yeah, yeah, President Pence for, I don't know, 15 days or whatever. I don't know how long it takes to pardon people. And then, and then that's it, right? That'll be the last, the last gasp of this administration. But I've been seeing lots of crazy stuff. I haven't been spending a whole lot of time on social media or watching the news just because I feel like I need an emotional break. Yeah. Um, but... I did see protesters out at Capitol buildings, you know, across the country, um, demanding recounts, lock him up, talking about Joe Biden because he stole votes. I don't, I don't know how, how one does that. Fully armed also, like armed militiamen. For why? I love that you said militiamen because all I see is like GI Joes like running around with their feet together like the little when their feet are put together. That's how that's how they see themselves too. They're, it's ridiculous. It's it's clown shit. That's just number one. It's complete clown shit. Um, it is um, hypocrisy at its best. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me fucking started on that. That's a whole other episode. Um, I feel like let them they have it's like they're like toddlers who have to tire themselves out that's kind of how i feel about it do i think we're going to get through this temper tantrum without violence against other people i don't Mm -mm, i don't either i think that all parties who fucking stoke these fires should be held responsible for that i think that there are people um there are people who are um seeing it for what it is i can i mean abc and nbc took them off the air when he went on and, and did his press conference, they were like, we're good. <laughs> we yeah. don't talk. You know, so you're not going to incite violence on my station. Like, yes. Yes. That's exactly and what so, he was doing. 
But then there is the rest of the Republican Party and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, who's having meetings with Attorney General Barr. Yeah. And there's just all of these things afoot. Yep. Um, and I, I guess from my perspective, it's like, what don't you, I, for, like, what, what's going on, right? Like, what are you guys up to? And do, were the Democrats prepared for that? That to me is the real question. Mm -hmm. Like, up to right now, if you look at what's going on in Pennsylvania, like, it would behoove any judge to stay out of this. Any federal judge, the Supreme Court, to stay out of this. Yep. This will single-handedly destroy democracy if you insert yourself in this election in such a way. Yep. There is no evidence. There is no proof. There's just a lot of propaganda and bullshit. And it will be the destruction of what we know. Maybe that's okay. I, but I don't know that, that that destruction happens without violence. And that's what scares me. It doesn't that. happen without violence. And, yeah. you know, the, the people who, and I won't, I won't say all of them, obviously, but I would say a large portion of people who voted for Donald Trump are terrified of socialism. Right, that's the whole thing. It's just take like, your kids out of fucking public school. I can't <laughs> with that. Right, Ugh. but here's what I'm saying. And if if something like that were to happen, guess what you got? If you've got your grand court making these decisions for states that are based on nothing, but they don't know that because they, <laughs> they don't know that. Which is so it isn't even hard to get there. Like it is not. I am a moderately medium intelligent person. I am not like by any means an expert. I just have half a brain and I read things that matter and I don't consume media that rots my brain and is clear propaganda. Yeah. You, like that's the stuff that blows my mind. It's like, if you just take one second, just slow down for one second and think about this. Mm -hmm. You're so blinded by their fear of all things. They have no idea that their entire lives, they have been gaslit by this Republican party. And I see this a lot. I am very careful to say this Republican party. Yeah. <clears throat> there are Republicans out there that are like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I just really wanted to to have lower taxes and I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't ready for all this I wasn't ready yeah for all like this. this feels like a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah you know so I think that um that's really frustrating to me is like there's just this lack of education across the board yeah about what affects your entire life and yeah. it's not even hard education to swallow it's not it's really really not complicated people will make you think that politics is complicated it's actually really not that's it's not just step process yeah is, is and there are written down rules and all you have to do is read them <laughs> yeah and yeah. guess what like people tend to follow those rules sometimes like when you've got people banging on the doors to get into polling places because they want to be closer you were not invited did you vote already then you have zero business in here if you're a registered like poll watcher then come on in but can, but can you imagine 
like some of this is, and here's where I'm going to tread lightly. Some of this is mental health. It really is. There are studies that have been done about racism and it being a mental health issue. And I want to dive into that in the next few years. You know, I say like, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about things I don't know about. But I've been interested in that study for a long time and I just haven't had a chance to get into it, but I do want to get into it. Totally. Because and I think it could be some of that, but I also think there's an element of privilege. Like, why aren't you letting me in here? Why can't I see? I deserve this, right? You didn't do shit to deserve this. You're not allowed inside. Well, they, they you know, this is, <laughs> here we go. This is the 70 million people who after Donald Trump said, did not denounce white supremacy, mm -hmm. national television, and who has said horribly homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, horrible, horrible things in the four, in the four or five years that he's been out in the, in the political stage, really. Yeah. They still were like, yeah, that. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> and women. Ugh. Women, Ugh. we can't even begin to talk about the misogyny. And that's where it's like, how much do you hate yourself? Mm. How much do you hate yourself? Because as in, from a race perspective, we know what that looks like. Yeah. Or who hurt you? Why are you? We know who hurt us. Man? Yeah. We know who hurt us and it took us a long time. Look at where we are. We, we elected our first black president not that long ago. No. It took us a long time to be like, fuck this noise. I want representation. Yeah. I'm not gonna consume anything that doesn't represent me. I, my buying power looks like X. Why are we playing around here? It took a long time for us to get there. Yep. For black women in particular, you know? messing with your hair all kinds of ways, hating your natural hair, tearing each other down. I'm going to spend the next four years getting to know women, the 55% of women who decided this was still a great idea. What is it about that that is a great idea? What is it about you losing your reproductive rights that is a great idea? What is it about you not having anything of your own how is that a great idea? How can you not feel proud? You know what I'm seeing right now? I'm seeing Trump, women Trump supporters going on social media and attacking the way that Kamala Harris looks, attacking the way that she speaks. It's disgusting. So gross. It's so disgusting because as a woman and shit, as a black woman, I am still beside myself. Like I still haven't, like to your point, like I spent all day Saturday drinking and crying. It was like Maya Rudolph on SNL. <laughs> drinking, dancing, crying. Where she's crying or she's crying and she's drunk. That was me Saturday. My son was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, but like, I'm still in shock. Like I woke up Sunday morning and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. all versus is. And that's the part I don't know. You always have a little bit more patience with people. So I'd love to know what you think about the 55%, which is, that's what I'm referring to them as, because I also made it into some kind of like racial conversation about the 55%. I can say the 55%, they know who they are. I, I'm curious. Um, 
You know, I, I don't have any of these women in my inner circle, um, to my knowledge. You used to though. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have, you know, former colleagues, neighbors, mm-hmm. people that I am friendly with and people that, you know, on good days are my friends. Um, I still stand by them not voting for Donald Trump because of who he is. And I have, I, I don't, I can't separate the two because of who I am. Right. But I think that there are still a large portion of Republicans who are voting for the ideals of the old Republican party. And well, in that. smashed into smithereens. Those are over. You know that. I do, I do know that, but I also yeah. think that, but they're not going to vote for a Democrat. They just sit it out. They just sit it out. I know quite a few personal yeah. friends. You know, people I know. Maybe I do too. Good. Maybe I do. Yeah, I, I haven't good. really, I'm I haven't not gonna talked do that. to anybody. Yeah. yeah. And I think people don't want to, I think there is this, um, I think the folks that I have spoken to, the women that I have spoken to, mm-hmm. they're like, I bet you're having a great day. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But that I think it still stings for them a little bit. Sure. But so know that they think that they did the right thing by just not getting, just don't engage. Yeah. Right. And I think look at the Lincoln project. I was just having this conversation the other day with someone. I have this suspicion that the new Republican looks like the old Democrat. And I feel like we are sitting somewhere in the space where we, our generation is straddling the line of the progressive Democrat mm-hmm. and the old Democrat. We're somewhere in that gray area. Yeah. I think the shift is coming for the new Republican. And I think the Lincoln project is an example of that. It's, you know, what I always say, I'll call Republican classic, you know, yeah. They want some cheap taxes and right. they don't want anybody, they want anybody to mess with them, right? right? And I feel like that's the old model, but I don't know that you can back up. Like, you can't back up. Too much damage has been done. Too much has been exposed. How do you talk about the police? How do you talk about racism and systemic racism in particular that has everything to do with the old Republican way? Yeah. And... I don't know. I just, I'm curious to see how it goes, but I'm also curious to see when I look at Donald Trump, if I am a, if I am one of the 55%, what do I, like, what is appealing about that? Like, what is watching him, his daughter sit on his lap in interviews, say that he would date his daughter listening to him say grab him by the pussy and that vulgar shit he said on that extra news bus mm-hmm. i i'm just curious like as just a i mean just a woman at the fucking grocery store would you let a man at the grocery store any old man speak to you that way no and if i, would you I let I, your president sit in the white house right govern that way would you let your son speak that way how I would, you feel your husband? I would I, I, punch I, my son. Square <laughs> in the mouth, all the way in the mouth. You like I would teeth? knock him out. I'm about to punch him out. We just totally said we would abuse our children. We would not really do that, but we would shun them. It would be a problem. It would be a big um, problem. Miles would never. Yeah. And I mean, I, my husband would never speak that way. No one in my family would ever speak that way. And I wouldn't, I, no. I, I was, 
yeah, I, I was floored by that, that extra bus interview and he still yeah. won and Billy Bush he got still fired. Won. That's why, what was it? So what did he, what did he do recently? There's so many, there's such a long list. He did something recently where it was like, um, that's it. That's going to get him. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's not. not him. It's not going to get him. They don't care. Nothing they matters. Care. Nothing and, matters. And, and that's the part that's like really disturbing to me because from where I'm sitting, if I know that you voted for Trump and I'll give you a pass in 2016, I will. I'm that person. Yeah. I will give you a pass. If you voted knowing all of this behavior and you did it again and it got worse, you will never get that stain off of you. That is a stain that is on you forever. That is like Monica Lewinsky's stain on her skirt. Mm -mm. And yes, ma'am. <laughs> it is. It's preserved Lewinsky stain. It is there forever and it will be on you forever. And I'm not going to say what it is, but you all know what it is. It's DNA. It's DNA. Oh. And the history books will remember your DNA. And we are a far cry from the civil rights movement. And those pictures will not be in black and white. They will no. not be far away. There will be video. There will be behavior that you will be attached to. There will be comments that you will be attached to. And your grandkids are going to ask you questions. Yeah. And when you go in which side of history you were on. Yes. And it's disgusting. And from my perspective, it's like, you can remove your sign. I saw a lot of that. There's very few signs out in my neighborhood. You can remove your sign. You can take down your bullshit flag, but I will not forget that it was there. And I will not give you grace. You are not like me. We are not the same. Because from where I sit, that bullshit behavior is not negotiable. It's a deal breaker. And for you, it wasn't a deal breaker. Mm -mm. And yeah. It makes me think twice about the people that I have in my space. And it makes me as, much, as joyous as a day as Saturday was. It was also one of the most disappointing days because Joe Biden only won by 4 million votes. Yeah. yeah. There are still 70 million people. Who are horribly, horribly <clears throat> racist. Yeah. You want to talk about Georgia? Yeah, I do. There is still so much work to be done. Um, so where do you think we should put my tattoo of Stacey Abrams? Like on my forehead, on my arm? I don't know. Are both of your wrists taken? That would they be are. nice. Oh, okay. they are. They're both taken. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that woman. That woman. I'm in awe of her. It's and awful. just, you want to talk about playing the long game. The long game. And just like. And being patient, I'm getting chills again. I'm not going to cry, but mm -hmm. I have chills again. And just like knowing that they did you so dirty and being like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure everyone has a voice to show you that you cannot hold us down and keep us back. Mm -hmm. And I am I'm so proud of her. Um, well, it was just like, I'm not only taking my side of the street, I'm taking yours too, because- and yeah. You know, I'm sure she's a much um, more graceful woman than I will ever be. Um, I looked at it as the ultimate act of pettiness because, you know, I love a good... good <laughs> well, yeah, um, there was absolutely an element of it that. It was just some deep, long game 
something to aspire to petty. Mm -hmm. I'm here for all of it. I was like, damn, I've never been able to hold a revenge that long. That is brilliant. <laughs> um, and it was just great. And I think the most important thing is, is that people understand that we're not done. Mm -hmm. And uh, this presidency, although it is monumental and it is historical, um, it will be a fight for four years if we don't flip the Senate. Yeah. Uh, uh, at least get on, yeah, we need those two seats for We need those two ground. seats. Yeah. And if, so if each of them wins a race and that's 50-50, right? Yes, because there are two independents. And then the deal breaker is who? Kamala Harris. <laughs> Vice President-elect Harris. Yeah. Is, is the deal breaker. I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> so for all your friends in Georgia, get the word out, write postcards, do all the things. Um, yes. Runoff election is January 5th. Yes. And it's January 5th. And then also keep in mind that any, um, anyone turning 18 between before January 5th can still register to vote. So in, the, in this runoff. Up. Yes. In okay. this runoff. And I think the deadline for that is December 13th. I don't want to give that information, but please look that up. So if you have a loved one who is turning 18 and lives in the state of Georgia, get them registered immediately. Get them out there. Get the let out. That's really important. All right. This was a crazy week, but I'm so glad it's over. And I'm so glad that I get to do this with you. Because we, we have fun together. This yeah. is awesome. And it's actually, I mean, we could have just been talking on the phone, but now everybody gets to listen in on our conversations and it's so fun. I love it. It's super fun. All right, yeah. you guys. Thanks for having a quickie with us. We'll see you next time.